Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the 119th Psalm, a great, great Psalm, which gives us such insight into the Word of the Lord. If you're just joining with us, man, we are so glad that you have joined with us. I thank you so much. Uh, If you want to go back to the beginning, you can. It's several episodes back. You can find the 119th Psalm uh, series there, or you can jump right in where we are right now. We are up to verse 97, which actually begins a new stanza. Remember, there's like eight verses in each one of these stanzas. So let me read these eight verses for us, and perhaps we'll have a little time left over to go back and look at the first few. Verse 97 says this, Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. 98. Your commandments make me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever mine. 99. I have more insight than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. That's interesting, isn't it? Verse 100. I understand more than the aged because I have observed your precepts. 101. I have restrained my feet from every evil way that I may keep your word. 102. I have not turned aside from your ordinances, for you yourself have taught me. 103. How sweet are your words to my taste. Yes, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Then 104. From your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. So we see the same pattern here that we've seen in the previous stanzas, that the psalmist expresses the word of the Lord in in different types of way. So he calls it, uh, like verse 97, your law, 98, your commandments, 99, your testimony, 100, your precept, 101, your word, 102, your ordinances, let's see, uh, 103, (coughs) your words, and 104, your precepts. And so we see a a great diversity here in this particular stanza of how he's expressing the word. And now in this stanza, he's just declaring his love for the law. In previous stanzas, we've seen the uh, psalmist cry out for help. We've seen him declare that enemies had come against him, this kind of stuff. Look what he said here in verse 97. He says, oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. He meditated upon the law all day long, and he loved the law. You know, I just had a discussion with a dear friend of mine. Uh, he's part of a group that's been, we've been gathering together, you know, I don't even know how long, 18 or 19 years, I think, to pray together early on Tuesday mornings. And uh, he and I were talking about uh, really his heart's desire. Uh, he's in a business that every time he encounters somebody to uh, be so aware of what it is that the Lord's wanting to speak in and to and through him for them. And that he, he was actually sort of beating himself up a little bit because he'll start the day off well <coughs> along these lines, along these thoughts. But then he'll realize that he's got caught up in the business of the day and that he didn't inquire of the Lord uh, in relationship to a customer or he didn't do this or didn't do that. 
And so uh, it was nearly a kind of thing, not quite like this, but nearly this kind of thing, to where he was feeling condemned about it. Now, remember this. You know, I've said this many times, but I haven't said it of late. If you're feeling condemned about something, condemned, and you're a believer, that's the enemy lying to you. Okay? Because condemnation brings no hope, and the enemy wants to condemn us over something. It'll be the kind of thing, particularly if you uh, say something from the Word of God, or you teach, or you preach, or you share the Word, or you do something, and then you walk away, and all of a sudden this thought comes to your mind, well, that was dumb, that was stupid, why'd you do that? You know, that's not going to help. That condemning thing without hope, or perhaps you did mess up, perhaps you did sin, and you just feel condemned over the whole thing, that there's no hope, that's a lie of the enemy. The Lord does not condemn us. He does convict us. Because conviction comes with hope, hope of uh, restoration, hope of reconciliation. And so I was telling my friend that, you know, just because you may not uh, be actively, cognitively thinking of, okay, Lord, what is it you want me to say to this person? Lord, what is this? From that point of view, remember this, that we as believers are indwelled by the Most High God in His fullness, Father, Son, and Spirit. We are made in his image, and we are made to image the Lord. <clears throat> so we image him, and we manifest his very presence everywhere we are in everything that we do. So even if I may not be cognitively and actively thinking, Lord, what do you want me to say here? What his very presence is here because I am here, and we are one. That's what you see in John 17, okay? And so uh, quite often people will say things, you know, what is it that's different about you? What is it something that, well, that you say in a word? And so what the psalmist is saying, he said, you know, I love your law so much that I meditate, it, meditate upon it all day long. It doesn't mean every second of every day that every thought that I have no other thoughts, so I can't think my way through a situation or a problem or a math problem or anything like that, you know. Yes, we as human beings multitask. I understand that. But what he's saying is, is that my heart's orientation, my mind orientation is upon you, even as I'm doing other things, because I know that we are here together, Lord. That's what he's talking about. So in verse 98, he says this, your commandments make me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever mine. And so he, he, he gives some interesting things about this, about how, and we'll see it in the next episode, uh, that the commandments and the testimonies and the precepts of the Lord make him <laughs> wiser than enemies, more insightful than teachers, more understanding than the aged. Well, what is that all about? Huh? Is the psalmist trying to be a little arrogant here? Is he being a little cocky here in what he's saying? No, I don't think so. I think what he's saying, and he starts here with this first one, your commandments make me wiser than my enemies, is that, the commandments of the Lord, the word of the Lord will give us more than just a thing that man can do in the natural processes of things. Okay? Enemies can be wise in relationship to how they're attacking you because of experience. Teachers can be insightful because they've learned a lot. And they've studied hard. They can do that in the flesh. They can do that in the natural. The aged understand more because with the number of years comes greater understanding about things. All that can happen within the natural. But he's saying this, Lord, your commandments, your testimonies, your precepts has given me understanding beyond that which can be found in the natural. So let me just read these two verses again. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Your commandments make me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever mine. Folks, the commandments of the Lord 
the word of the Lord is ever ours. We do not need to fear the enemy or the enemies because we have the word of the Lord and the Lord will give us wisdom that we need. We need to meditate day and night, not just this kind of thing of, well, you know, I've done my devotion this morning, so I'm set for the day. Really? Give me a break. Okay? No, no. It goes well beyond that. What he's saying is that my whole being is centered around, Lord, your being, and I love your law, and I love your commandments. We'll continue more on this in the next episode. Okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next time.